Welcome to the Kinda Crunchy Podcast, where we talk about all things health and wellness. We can't wait for you to hear today's episode, so let's get to it. Okay, guys. Hello. Welcome back to our part two of 20 tips to get healthy today. We had part one where we only got through our first 10 tips because we really got into them. Um, So today we're just going to be sharing our last 10 tips. I don't know how long this podcast will be. Um, Depends how much we talk on these tips. But yeah, that's what we have for you today. Um, Any life updates? Jensen, I know you said... You don't really have a lot a lot of life updates right now? Nothing too exciting right now, honestly. I mean, I feel like if I'd have to make something up, so no. But Rachel, you said you have a life update, so you share with us. I do. It's not really like – it's kind of about me, but not really about me. So I have this year been doing this thing that has been life-changing. Mm. So I follow a woman named Felicia Masonheimer on Instagram, and she has like her whole – Um, thing is she has a degree in theology and her whole like tagline is every woman a theologian so it's about women really learning theology and like what they believe not like she's training women to go become pastors but just like women should study the bible too you know so she launched this bible in a year reading program this year so she lays out like for you to read it just follows like any basic bible in the year plan of like you read these chapters this day but why it has been life-changing is because it's in like a teachable account and she links like each week like three to four podcasts that go along with it and like four to five articles and videos and i am telling you like it is so helpful in connecting things for me that i'm not connecting otherwise just from reading through the bible like that and i've read through the bible before But this is like just making it so much more big picture. And then like some of them get really deep into like, I don't know, topics. Like in in Genesis, she had an article that was like the different Christian views of creationism. So it like just outlined what the different views were. So it's just really interesting because she's not like giving you her theology or her takes. She's just giving you all the info and kind of collecting it together and collecting all these resources. And I'm a resource girly. Yes. And it is making it so like more impactful in my life. And I am loving it. It's $15 a month and it's the best $15 I'm spending. Like it's making me so excited to like study the Bible. And like if that's something I'm going to say I believe, I want to study it and know what I believe. So I I love her. Look her up, Felicia Masonheimer and join me wait that's so cool I think I would like to do that maybe next year because my so my dad and I kind of off that my dad and I are doing the New Testament through the year which is a little like obviously that's less than half the Bible but one thing that's like well it's a New Testament through the year in Genesis so it's like you read the New Testament Monday through Friday and then Genesis Ooh, yeah on Saturdays but what's cool is um the pastor at his church links a video of like a devotional on it and just kind of how you were saying with the resources mm-hmm. sometimes I feel like reading the Bible like sometimes you like really grasp it but sometimes you just need another perspective on it or just yeah. like a conversation on it or a podcast or an article you don't know like the context of because that the bible sometimes stuff. can be hard to read like yeah. it's it's not like a children's book you know so it's really nice to like be able to hear someone's perspective on it so yeah, yeah. wow yeah let's keep each other accountable that we stick Ooh. to our plan okay so- i well i love it because there's like a community facebook group oh. with hers and it's like you can't check it off in the app unless you do it. I mean, you could, but yeah. I'm not going to. And I'm such a checklist girl yes. that it's like it Big is list just, girls. yeah, it's, I'm living for it. Okay, but so that is the little life update. 
Um, should we get into our last 10 tips of the 20 tips to get healthy today? Yeah. Do you want me to kick us off? Sure. Yeah. Give us your, your first one of today. Okay. My first tip is around salt, which salt is such a controversial topic. It's like, stay away from salt. Don't have sodium. Um, but salt is a very important mineral Mm -hmm. that our bodies need. Um, I think salt gets... And sodium gets a bad rap because it's in all those processed yeah. foods and it's in fast food and you're getting so much of it in such a bad way. But my tip here is to add some sea salt to your water. Um, getting those electrolytes from the sea salt, you're getting, you're really increasing the minerals in your body. And yeah. something that I like to do is just in the morning, it's super simple. I wake up and I get some warm water. I put some lemon in it. And Same. then I... I didn't know this. Yeah, really. yes, yeah. And, and then a sprinkle of sea salt. Same thing every and day. It's, it's literally having warm water in the morning is just like a nice way to ease your body it, to wake up. Yeah. And it's good for digestion. Yes, it many helps purposes. Like reignite your little digestive system. Little digestive system. system. But um, you want to make sure you're also getting a good source of salt. So a lot of like the table salt that you get in the store, your basic salt is processed and depleted whereas there's a, re- a lot of really good salt brands um we're not favorite we're not sponsored we're not sponsored sponsor by us <laughs> sponsor us redmond's sea salt um it's based redmond's out of utah real salt yeah. redmond's real salt it's based out of utah one the salt tastes amazing but two it's literally from like these rocks in utah and it is fully it is wonderful it's wonderful we love it and you can get a big bag for like 12 bucks like and it lasts forever forever. you need less because it actually has flavor yeah and like is actual salt another thing i'd like to recommend we're also not sponsored by them and they probably won't sponsor us because they are only on the big podcast but it's called lmnt and you can order these packets of like flavored salt so like there's like watermelon salt and the raspberry raspberry and watermelon best flavors basically and those are yes they have um potassium magnesium and sodium in them and you just put them in your water and it's like this fun fruity salty drink and they're really and i would really honestly if you're gonna invest in these like if you're going on a hot vacation or it's the middle of summer where you're really sweating these are a great thing to do i think they had some deal last year where it was like a free sample box or it was like five dollars or something and i took them on vacation and it was the best yeah the people who are sponsored normally this is where they'd say like Hey, here's our code and you get a free sample box and then you can order or you can just get the free sample box. So find someone else's code because we're not sponsored. But that's you can not a, us. You can get a free sample box with using some health wellness influencers code and then you can try all the flavors. They have like spicy mango habanero yeah. ones. They have a chocolate mint, which I, I don't love as much. See, like- this isn't sponsored because we can say bad things. Yes. Um, <laughs> But, like, the watermelon and raspberry are delicious. And I think, like, the overall consensus is those are the best. But I don't drink Element every day. But I would say, like, once to twice a week, depending on, like, if I had a really exerting workout or if I was sweating a lot, like, in my garden or something like that. Like, it's just good to replenish those electrolytes. Yeah. But if you're balling on a budget, just stick with the salt because, you know some salty water just some salty water but yeah that's that's my first i love it i love it and look at us both drinking our lemon salt water in the morning morning. again we're the same person we've said this before twin twins yeah okay my tip is get to know your local farmer so Mm -hmm. i know we've talked about this before but um you know where is your food sourced from if you're going to the grocery store you don't necessarily know what farm what animal that is coming from or like what garden what's being used on it 
So getting to know your local farmer can be an awesome thing for you to do. And I don't mean like ask them to dinner. I mean, go to their farm, call them up, be like, can I come? Can I get a tour of your farm? Most farmers are going to be like, heck yeah, I'll Mm -hmm. give you a tour. Like they're excited about that. Mm -hmm. Someone cares and wants to learn about it. Get to know them, get their number, get their Instagram or their email or something. Go to the farm, get a tour, see how the animals are treated, see how they practice their farming Find a farm you align with and pay them for their goods. If you're not farming your own cows or chickens or milk or all these things, which it is hard to do everything, your produce, your milk, everything, unless you're like um, incredible and your whole life is homesteading. Find someone who does it and does it to the standard you'd appreciate and align with them and pay them for what they're doing or barter goods with them. I don't know. Is that still a thing? <laughs> like, here's my chicken eggs for your cow's milk. Like, hey, let's get back to the old I, times. Yeah, let's go back to the good old days where we're bartering, right? Um, but yeah, get to know your local farmer. Get connected. Find someone you align with their farming practices um, and that you can see how the animals are being treated or how the garden is being treated, what's being used on it, and use them as a source of not only produce and meat and food and things like that but also of knowledge you can learn so much from someone and a lot of times people will let you even like come for a Saturday and just follow them around and be a help like as long as you're not going to literally be an inconvenience and a menace there they're going to let you come tag along and you can learn invaluable like knowledge from them um okay story time Rachel you must share the story of our summer experience that we had on a farm last year Yes, Jensen, I, my husband and I came up to visit Jensen and her husband for a weekend. And Jensen and I had a um, full Crunchy Girls Day here in like the Lancaster area. Um, And so we visited a local farm here and it's a rather well-known one. I knew them from Instagram Mm -hmm. from a health and wellness influencer in a different state I follow who bought their products online. And I said to Jensen, it's like... 15 minutes from you, we have to go. So we go to this farm and it's Amish run. Um, There's a lot of Amish in the Lancaster area. Um, And they are like pretty big scale for being like an organic natural farm. So we get there and we like walk in and it's like dead. There's no one in there. And it's just like, kind of like a slaughterhouse, milk house, warehouse. And we were like, what is going on? And then this little Amish boy comes out and we're like, do you have meat and milk and cheese here? (laughs) And he was like, yeah, it's in this room. And so he opens this cooler room and we're like, okay, this is it. This is where it ends. Because it was (laughs) literally like, is he just going to lock us in this freezer room or something? But you walk in and they've got it all. They have camel's milk, camel's cheese, goat milk, goat yogurt. It's your holistic heaven in a room. Like and beyond cheese and milk, there's like bison, there's buffalo, there's... All these things. It was incredible. So Jensen and I are like going not shopping, you know. Then I say to him, I was like, can we get a tour of the farm? He's like eight. Yeah, he's he's like an eight-year-old little Amish boy. And he's probably like looking at us like, what are, who are these <laughs> girls? Like, um, and he was like, sure. So then we embark on like, I don't know, 30, 45 minutes yeah. of a tour. And we're just like walking through the cow poop through the fields he shows us how he switches the cows from pasture to pasture shows us 
where they put the stake through the head of the cows to butcher them and kill them. And I was like, oh, that's a really humane way. Like, that's really great. Literally cleanest facilities could have ever. eaten off these floors like they were so pristinely clean yes and it was just like it was so encouraging to just go and they're not expecting us to ask can we get a tour and then them to show us and us to see like what they're doing day to day with these animals and how they're processing it and where that is and the conditions like when you go to the store and you pick up your gallon of milk and your shredded cheese and a pack of beef that's coming from all different places and you have no idea to go there and get those things and know exactly how that was being processed and what animals it was coming from and how they were treated. It was just really neat. That was the best day. And then we came home so and, and we told our Logan. We geeked like, out. We're like, Logan and Logan, we have to tell you about the wild experience we just had on this farm. And they're like, what did you do today? What did they do? Did they golf? They, yeah, they <laughs> went to a golf simulator. Yeah. yeah. We were just like, nope, we we're doing all the wellness things. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, so get to know your local farmer. Jensen, do you want know another one? Okay, my next one's pretty small. And Rachel, I think you've been doing this longer I than love me. This. Um, tongue scraping. Yes. What is tongue scraping? So you can, this is actually, I bought mine off of the Wellness Mama. I think it's like Wellness with an E at the end. Yeah, I didn't um, even know she sold those. Yes, I buy stuff from she her, sells them. And they're literally $10. And it's like a copper tongue scraper. Basically, you can do it as much as you want, but I usually just do it in the morning. I will scrape my tongue like when you wake up and it like basically just takes off like all of the bacteria off your tongue, which once you do it, you'll be like, oh my gosh, like that's disgusting it is it's like the nasty sleeping bacteria like the white stuff and when you get that off it helps reduce cavities gum irritation and bad breath so it stimulates your digestion stimulates your digestion if you got stinky breath really bad morning breath i mean obviously you should brush your teeth too but this is a great practice that you can add in that literally is so easy to do it's It's so easy literally ten dollars easier than flossing yeah oh so easy it literally takes like five to 15 seconds it's so and quick. it's like rewarding because you're literally like scraping all this nasty so lemmy junk off your tongue but once you do it you'll be like i have to do this every day because i can't because live my life there and that's disgusting and i'm you, a disgusting human and if you I talk don't. to people like oh you don't tongue scrape i know it's on your tongue because it ew was on my- i'm not giving you a french kiss <laughs> no exactly like logan scrape your tongue <laughs> you better scrape that sucker boy. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> enough with that. Okay, Rachel. Okay, moving we, on to something on. totally related to French kissing, <laughs> but not at all. Um, my next one is you should embrace a spiritual practice daily. <laughs> we need to stop laughing. <laughs> Give us a second. Okay, so on a serious note, um, there are a ton of benefits to incorporating some sort of spiritual practice in your life. I am a Christian a believer in Christ. So that's, I mean, mine is quiet time in the word, the Bible, um, some prayer, some gratitude. And just having that quiet time um, really makes a difference in my day. And I notice when I don't have that, it keeps me more grounded, connected. Um, I mean, that's really like the lifeline of how I move through the day. Mm -hmm. And there's just so, there's so much research that shows the benefits to having some sort of quiet time even if that for you just looks like journaling or prayer um meditation some sort of gratitude there's going to be benefits of that compared to I mean and it doesn't even have to be in the morning but compared to jumping out of bed and just getting going with your day Mm -hmm. taking a little time even if it's just a minute to say three things you're grateful for in the day that's going to help 
your whole day just have a better outlook, better perspective, better lens on it. Um, I can tell days when I'm like spending time in God's word or I'm spending time journaling or I'm spending time just like slowly easing into my day and having that quiet time um, versus days when I'm just like, go, go, go. My list is crazy and I don't get to like prioritize God first and prioritize that time to like slow down, take a deep breath. My days look drastically different. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, you like you say, it doesn't have to be in the morning, but I feel like when you do it in the morning, it sets your tone for the day, but everyone's different. So maybe your nighttime routine before bed is like having that quiet time, you know, spending time in the Word, spending time in prayer before bed, whatever yeah. works for you. But I think just trying to implement some sort of like slow spiritual practice in your day um, will reap Absolutely. a lot of mental health benefits. For sure. So yeah, that was mine. Do you have another one? I do another one. I have three more. Me too. Um, the next one is something that I've really been working on in the last few months, and it is to put your phone down at meals. Now, this isn't as big of a deal when I'm like out to dinner with Logan or with family and friends. I'm not on my phone during meals when I'm like I'm not like rudely on my phone, but it's when I'm like eating lunch at home by myself or eating breakfast by myself mm-hmm. or having a snack. Like my first instinct is to just scroll on my phone and that is the worst thing you can do. One, you're so focused on your phone and being s- stimulated by that. You're not even realizing if you're hungry, you're full and you end up eating so much faster. Two, um, your body ultimately wants to be in a rest and digest state when you eat your food. If when you enter that rest and digest, that um, parasympathetic, sorry, using very sciencey words, the wow, paras- parasympathetic <laughs> system, when you enter that state of rest and digest, you're able to actually digest your food because you can be eating the healthiest smoothie, the best salad, all the liver and raw milk, but if your body's in a stress state, it's not going to absorb mm-hmm. that food and those nutrients the way if you were actually relaxed, calm down when you mm-hmm. ate your food. And first off, don't be on your phone. Just literally set it aside. I it is a hard habit to break once you get into it. I am truly working on it, and I, some days I'm not perfect, but I would say I can tell a difference when I'm not. And again, slowing down, this goes into slowing down with your meals. When you sit down, I mean, a good act is praying before your meals. One, you express gratitude, and it slows you down. It like sets the it tone. sets the tone. Yeah. And even if you don't do that, taking three deep breaths, that will slow you down mm-hmm. as well, just so you can get out of that. Because if you're not in the parasympathetic nervous system, you're in the sympathetic nervous system, which that is your fight or flight. And nobody nobody wants to be in fight or flight when you're trying to eat your eggs. Like, it's not going to create a good outcome. Yeah, absolutely. And that actually, okay, I used to tutor anatomy and physiology when I was in college. And um, I distinctly remember... That was like one of the test things was parasympathetic versus sympathetic nervous system and what the process is when one of those are stimulated. And I remember that that was one of them is the fight or flight, your digestion shuts off. So like you're like in crisis, you're not thinking about, oh shoot, I have to pee, I have to poop. Like no, because your body's focused on like fight or flight. And it's crazy because I feel like we're just so overstimulated in general these days and we don't even realize the impacts of like technology has so many pros, but there also are some cons mm. and the way that it overstimulates us constantly. Like our bodies were not created. Our brains were not created to intake that much information at the same time. And, and like we don't have the capacity to be focused on 
the overly stimulating thing on our phone Mm -hmm. and on our body processing food we're eating. So like you have to help yourself out. Yeah. Look at your food. Chew your food. Think about your food. Think about your food. Think Mm, about this is delicious. This is delicious. Like actually take this. This is actually gross. Why am I eating this? Make sure you're slowing down enough and chewing it. Your mouth does not have teeth. So you need to chew that food in your mouth because I am I'm Wait, a fast you, eater. Your mouth does not have teeth. Did I, is that what I said? Yes. Oh, um. <laughs> we. <laughs> blooper. Do, again, we're not doctors here. Your mouth <laughs> has teeth. Your stomach does not have teeth. Yes. That's there, what I meant to say. That sounds better. Um, so basically, you need to chew your food in your mouth. Um, or it's going to have some issues digesting. So make sure you just slow down, focus on your food. Get off that phone and you will have a much better digestion. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And that kind of rolls into my next one a little bit. My next one's limit alcohol. And this is kind of funny coming from me because I've literally never been drunk in my life. And I'm not like a big alcohol drinker. Um, So this might be harder for some other people. I occasionally will like drink alcohol at a wedding or like a special gathering where it's like a special thing. But alcohol can be really inflammatory to you. Um, there's, it can really upset your gut, your digestion a lot. Um, also give you brain fog or things like that. Um, so I think really just, just thinking and being mindful about why am I drinking right now? Is it a peer pressure thing? Do I feel like I have to? Is it a societal thing? Do I really want this? Like, is this a special occasion and I'm going to indulge in this one drink? Why am I drinking as many drinks as I am or excess? Um, Alcohol can just really cause a lot of issues um, if there's an excess use of it. But also, just in general, like health-wise, it's hard for your body to process that alcohol. It's hard on your kidneys and liver and your overall inflammation. So I think really just being more conscientious about if you are drinking alcohol what is the intent behind that and what is the reason and is it really worth it for you um yeah so that's kind of my next yeah that's mine I have this weird alcohol intolerance most people that know me know this yeah Yeah. (laughs) it's honestly great because I have well it's great because sober queen (laughs) I never drink not even a sip of alcohol and it's not because I'm anti-drinking like I wish I could have a glass of wine. I truly do. I would love to like be able to go to a winery and have a glass of wine or have like, I couldn't even have champagne on my wedding, which that kind of stinks. But I just, if I have a sip of it, I literally will get so sick, which I think just shows that the body sometimes doesn't really want alcohol. Yeah. Our body knows best. But honestly, I always have fun. I I have fun sparkling waters. I make fun non-alcoholic drinks. Nobody really cares. I was just listening to your friend Jenna's podcast, and oh, they yes. were talking about the 2023 being their super sober year. Yeah, and Shirley Temple's being yes. the drink, and I was like, "That's the drink of the year." Yeah, I'm gonna start yeah. going at the Shirley Temple's. Yeah, why not? They're fun. I yeah, I love it. So okay, what's your next one, Jensen? My next one. Okay, two to go on my end. My next one is just to count ingredients over calories. So we live in a world of diet culture that wants you to log on to MyFitnessPal and count all your calories. Um, And again, not saying that counting calories is fully bad. Sometimes it serves a purpose, yada, yada. But the point that I'm getting at is ultimately we would love if we didn't have an ingredient list on any of our foods. We would love if Mm -hmm. like we went out to our garden, we went – 
to get our steer and get our meat. Like there's no ingredients on these things because it's literally what it is. A carrot is a carrot. Beef is beef. Chicken is chicken. Milk is milk. But ultimately, we live in a world where most of the food is processed. Most of the things have ingredient labels on them. And I think it's just making the conscience choice instead of being like, wow, this 100 calorie snack pack only has 100 calories, but it has 30 ingredients where maybe... Packed full of vegetable oil. Packed full of vegetable oil. We, you know, the whole seed oil thing. Um, <laughs> the enemy. Um, enemy number one. Enemy number one, seed oils. Um, or instead of like, maybe you make your own homemade cookies and there's like seven ingredients in them and you know exactly what they are. So just trying to like, you know, even when you're at the grocery store, if you're looking at I sometimes eat protein bars. I try to get away from them because I know they're really processed. But there are companies out there that are making ones with more whole natural ingredients that are like less of the terrible seed oil ingredients. Maybe they have 10 ingredients versus 30. So it's just trying to make those like little conscious decisions. Again, you're not going to be perfect. You're having a Super Bowl party. You're going to go get just the regular chips and salsa. It's life. It's 80-20. We're not perfect. We're not saying that you can't have any products with lots of ingredients lists, but just trying to like when you go to the grocery store, be that girl that is looking at the ingredient list because I'm that girl. Be, I am that girl that is looking at the back of every product. Yeah, and not for calories. Not for calories. For, yes. Do I know what yes. is in this? What is that word? I don't even. List? I don't even look at cal. I mean, honestly. I'm actually being pretty honest here. I used to count every calorie in my life, mm-hmm. and I don't even look at the calories. I mean, I see them, but it's like I much rather would know that I'm getting like natural ingredients that are going to nourish my body. Maybe there's a little more calories than I would like, but at least they're nourishing calories rather than inflammatory ones. We love it. We love to see it. Yes. Oh, such a good one. I love it. I mean, I feel like we're going to go so much more into that too um, in coming episodes. Yes. Um, because Jens and I have both had really interesting relationships with diets Mm -hmm. and diet culture and calorie counting and food. Um, but yeah, I think just changing that perspective over to how does this nourish me? How does this fuel me? How can I pack as many nutrients as possible in this food? So I love something like we were talking about smoothies earlier Mm -hmm. because you can put so many good ingredients in it and just like mix her on up. Yogurt, I love because I can just like get a bowl of yogurt that's tons of good like easily digestible liquid protein, mm-hmm. right? And I can add in there things like bee, pol- bleh, bee pollen or chia seeds mm-hmm. or, you know, some nuts in there or honeys, whatever I want to add. Berries, pack it full of things that are going to aid my body and help my body. So really just thinking how can I maximize the nutrients in what I'm eating over how can I minimize the calories? I think you do this too, but I know that I make my Logan smoothies and I throw Sneak. I throw so many things in there and he's like, this is really good. I'm like, okay, well, there's also like ashwagandha and mushroom powder, but you just taste the blueberry and banana, yeah. so that's fine. It's You're getting like all the nutrients. How the moms try to like sneak veggies into the pasta yes. sauce, except <laughs> it's like us with our husbands being like, going to sneak a little liver in there yes. or like spinach. Yes. <laughs> it's because we love them. It's because we love them. Yes. Um, okay, so my next one with two left is um, spend time doing things you love with ones you love and be present. So I think we live in a world that is so fast-paced, so busy, and we are so distracted 24-7, so busy 24-7, that we struggle to slow down, to be fully present in a moment without checking our phone, without 
having our mind somewhere else without having like inattentiveness or like just staying focused on something is something in general I think we as a culture struggle with so relationships are so important that community that societal like back and forth and you know so often we see people in the grocery store that they're just like on their phone which I'm guilty of it I keep my my grocery list on my phone so I'm someone walking through the store looking down at my phone but just trying to be more present in situations so if you go on a date having that phone in the car or in your purse the whole time not taking out on the car drive there while you're on a date with your husband until you like not being on it the whole drive and then yeah maybe you put it away at dinner just not having it I mean like if you have kids or something or are scared of an emergency have the ringer on then use it like an old home phone when you're with a group of friends like you are there present with friends you don't need to be checking your phone Mm -hmm. for something else going on that stuff's always going to be there there's always going to be a plethora of stuff on your phone just being present where you're at and with the people you're at and enjoying that moment I think there's so much to be said for that and that's something I've struggled with in the past and I still have to like check in on myself but I think really really finding a healthy boundary with that of like I don't use my phone during these times changes your experience in general I think we're just like overly bored of like oh that was boring or that wasn't cool but it's because we're not present we're not enjoying the small things anymore because we just have too many options so this was mind-blowing to me but it makes complete sense so a few nights ago, LeBron James scored. He, yeah, he yeah, like set a record. Yeah, Woo-hoo. Logan was like, such a big event happened last night. I was like, what? And I was like, okay, cool. I mean, I love basketball, like, mm. but I was like, I don't really watch the NBA. Congrats, LeBron. Okay. Anyways, but the thing about this was there was a picture posted of him like shooting the shot. Um, and everybody's every, phone was up. Everyone's phone is up. Literally, no one was experiencing every, the but, moment. But there person. was this. But there was this old man in the front row, and he just is sitting there watching it, like actually, literally watching. being like, present while every other person. He's has the their only phone. one that was present for the moment. Yes, he's the only one that can really say, "I was there yeah. when LeBron did that," because everyone else was on their screen. They but, weren't there. But that's just so normalized. I know. And and I'm it's crazy. and I'm really bad at. And this is something I need to work on. Is like if I'm if I'm working from home or in the car, I have music or a podcast on. I'm always like being There's like something. Something. Yeah. And um, really good resource. His name is John Mark Comer. He has written the book. What's do you know what it's called? Um, the, the hustle one. No, that's Jonathan Jefferson Bethke. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Two really good books. To Hell with the Hustle by Jefferson Bethke and the. I'm gonna look it up. Yeah, I can't remember because there were like similar titles there. I feel like it's called. Oh, the ruthless elimination of hurry. Hurry, that's yes. what it was. And he he has a, he has a lot of like sermons and messages on this, and he says like. Next time you're at the grocery store, stand in line and don't pull out your phone. Yeah. It's it's really hard because we are just so accustomed to just do that. Like when you're on a bus or maybe if you're like waiting in the waiting room of a doctor's mm-hmm. office, don't pull out your phone. You'll literally look like an oddball because everyone else And you'll has, feel weird. You'll you're feel probably weird. Gonna you feel, feel weird. weird. Yeah. Because we're so like conditioned now. Yes. And I think the sad thing for, for me on this, and we could probably get into this way more, is I feel like this is something growing up that I was like, Everyone was like, oh, kids are always on their phone. But now I feel like adults are always on their phone. Like my husband, I will be the one trying to be present. And like our parents are on their phones, not listening or taking a picture or on like Facebook or something. And I'm like, no, it's gotten to you. Like be with me, be present, overcome it. (laughs) But I think it's something we all struggle with. I don't cast judgment on anyone, but I think it's something... That can definitely contribute to our health mentally. Yeah. Um, and 
emotionally, relationally. So yeah, it's just something to be aware yeah. of and just to try to be on our phones For less sure. and be more present. <laughs> okay, well, it's my last one. Ooh, yeah. So my last one, um, Rachel kind of actually hit on it, sorry. but it's okay. It's okay. I'll dive deeper into it. Um, and this is a short one, but it's just um, practicing gratitude. And for me, that's journaling three things that I'm grateful for. Do I do this every day? No. Some days I won't do it for a long time and then I'll be like, I'm just going to write a list of like 50 things I'm grateful for. But it's just a really good perspective shift. We are, no matter what you're going through, I'm sure we all have a lot to be grateful for and we can always focus on the things we don't have. We can be longing Mm -hmm. for seasons that we're not in. This person has this. Why do they have the nice house? Why do they get to be married? Why, Why this? Why that? And I think we sometimes can just lose sight of what we have and I think taking the time to truly pull out a pen and paper write down the things you're grateful for it's a great way to start your day it's a great way to shift your perspective when you're stressed um you know it's a great way to just have an eternal perspective on the things going on in your life um and I feel like they say that gratitude changes everything but I really think it Mm -hmm. does and I think it's something we can do that costs nothing it's really easy to do and it's just a great way to change your attitude on the day yeah, I've heard before. Okay, so this is like in the Christian community. People say like, what if you woke up today and you only had the things you thanked God for yesterday? Wow. And I feel like that comes back to gratitude too. Like yeah, when I'm like thinking of things I'm grateful for and I'm like, oh, it's hard to come up with things. I'm like, what is wrong with you? What if I'm not like being grateful for this house, for my job, for my health, for my breath today, for the couch I am sitting on, for eyes for to my see, dog, for eyes to see, food that I can taste and eat, yeah. like being able to hear. Like there's just so many things then mm-hmm. that I'm like, oh, if I didn't like, and it shouldn't be something that causes stress or anxiety. Like, oh, if I'm not grateful for this, it's gone tomorrow. <laughs> so I take it away. <laughs> I need to list every single thing today. But just like kind of helps with a perspective shift there of like oh yeah it's actually not that hard to be grateful but no. yet we're all ungrateful so often so well i think that's social media and comparison which that could be a whole nother episode we just have the episodes coming out of us don't yes. we yes. yeah um okay so my last one then is um it is stop making it all about you <laughs> Focus on the things that really matter in the world. So kind of like a self-minimalism, others maximalism. So I just think that, again, our culture lends a lot to being self-focused. Like what's going to benefit me? How can I get a leg up in the world? Like how is this good for me? Even our podcast. Like it's about your health and wellness. Yeah. Really taking a step back every day and assessing like, am I just dwelling on myself? Like, am I just so focused on me that I can't see other people in this or the bigger picture? Because it's not all about us all the time. Sometimes, like, sometimes in life, you're going to have to take the more sacrificial route for the benefit of someone else. And that's the better thing to do, even though it's not the most ideal for you. And so I think really just having a perspective of we are so inundated with things and consumerism and just like our culture is a more, more, more culture. And I think really just staying focused and having perspective of there's so much more reason to be alive in this world. There's Mm -hmm. so many other people that matter Mm -hmm. other than myself. I don't need this and this and this to survive. Mm -hmm. Like I need to be focused on why am I here? What is my purpose? Mm -hmm. And something beyond myself like 
what is my purpose here? It's not just to buy all the newest stuff and have the ideal body and this and that. Like really taking a perspective shift because ultimately when you're not so self-focused and you're other focused, you're going to be happier. Like you are, when you are serving and loving and giving and helping other people, you are going to be happier and healthier. I heard someone say that every time they're having like a really bad day, they just like make someone a meal or go serve one or serve someone else. Because it's like, if you're serving, if you're serving someone else, you're not focused on your own problems. And I think we can just, yeah, become so hyper fixated on trying to figure out our problem. All the things are wrong with us, making our lives better. And again, it's not like we don't want to, you know, prioritize taking care of ourselves. Like that's one of the points of this, but it's like, are you taking your care of yourself to look hot? Are you taking yourself, care of yourself so you can be a good wife to your husband so you can be around for your grandchildren? Like how Mm -hmm. can you take like just whatever God has given you and like steward it and like use your gifts and be able to serve others and not just use those gifts and things for yourself? Exactly. Is that all we have? I think that's all we have. That was I'm glad we did a part two because that would have been a lot all in one. Yeah, I'd be very out of breath. Um, so yeah, that is part two of 20 tips to get healthy today. Yeah. Um, so we hope you you enjoyed them, that they were helpful to you. And if you have any tips, any thoughts, anything you want to add, shoot us a match- message, leave a comment. Um, we love to hear from you. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in and we look forward to be back on podcasting soon. See you later. Have a good one. Remember, although we talk all things health and wellness here, this is not medical advice and you should always seek out your medical professional for further questions. Thanks again for listening. Please remember to share, comment, and subscribe to help support our podcast.